Cody, what do we talk about in this episode? Absolutely nothing, but almost everything. Yeah. At last, you say in the episode, we're the Seinfeld of podcasts. It's the <laughs> podcast about nothing. What is our purpose? Why are we what here? What is our purpose? And <laughs> and here's what I'm walking on. I feel like I'm walking on eggshells with you because you are very confrontational lately. We talk about you getting Ooh. into a couple fights. Now you got into. You're the defender. You I'm were the defended defender. people. In a time of need, and you were not afraid of confrontation this past week. Um, we talk about your experience filming something for a Planned Parenthood event coming up on April 24th. Which is lovely. We also talked about our thoughts, our honest thoughts on vaccinations, our trepidations and excitement about them, and friendship breakups, too. Yeah. You got to listen. You got to listen. Thank you so much. Thank you. And we take two pee breaks. <laughs> we do. We take two pee breaks. <laughs> and this voice you're listening to is Stephanie. And this voice you're listening to is Eddie Murphy. And you're this listening to, to Topa, Topa Talk. Talk. <laughs> I'm making waffles. <laughs> That's what Eddie Murphy says. <laughs> clean that's mm. like my way to wind down yeah your I self-care love that. that's my self-care is having like a deep clean day i'm also bummed because i'm broke you know how that puts <laughs> you in such a bad mood when you have nothing in the bank account let me check i literally keep when transferring for my savings account i know i hate doing that but like this is gonna sound more dramatic than it is this is not like a cry for help but like Checking five different accounts, going, which one do I want to buy coffee this morning? Do you know what I mean? That no. kind of a, no, that sounds more dramatic than it is. <laughs> no, I feel bad. No, it's more it's more like I just want to make sure I have like a little cushion for the pushing, aka those bills that come in when you least expect it, honey. Yeah, well, I decided to buy a surfboard. I see it. It's in the room. Let's zero... address let's address the surfboard in the room. On my zero dollar year salary. <laughs> May like... I ask how much that was? Yeah, of course. It was three hundred and fifty dollars. Oh. Well, it's for a, a surfboard. That's not that bad. I don't know surfboard prices, but it's, it's something that you really enjoy doing. So that's nice. And I was using a surfboard where I was like, not I was barely floating above the water on it. It was so waterlogged that I was barely floating on it. Do you just like this looks almost like a paddleboard? This is so huge. Exactly, it's a log. It just pushes me into waves. It makes it so easy. Are you like Pocahontas <laughs> yeah. just around the river bend? Oh. Yeah. Yes. Omg. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad because last time we talked, you said that you hadn't been surfing, and I, it made you sad. I know. And then I surfed now, three days in a row. I just look on Instagram, and I'm like, <laughs> "Where's Stephanie? She's just." Little surfer, little, little girl. <laughs> exactly. Do you fuck with the Beach Boys? Of course. You I, get the vibe. I love the Beach Boys. That was the first concert I ever went to. Was the Beach Boys at the Ventura County Fair? Cute. Yeah, I fuck with the Beach Boys. Barbara Ann. Barbara Ann. Ba 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 Ann. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I fuck with heavy. Hmm. Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I wanna take ya. Went down to Kokomo. Oh, that we'll little like fast, and then we'll take it slow. That's where I wanna go. The Florida Keys. Like oh, the the music in that place called Kokomo. Brian Wilson. Yeah. Genius. Yeah. Work. Fucking genius. Fucking genius. Okay, wait. I wanted to talk to you about something. Okay. You've been well, working out with Kaylee Crane mm. Fitness. You're in the peach wow. club. Woo. I'm out of shape, but actually Kaylee <laughs> said that I'm doing a lot better than she thought. 
Okay. <laughs> Which is nice. Yeah. But like, honestly, like, no, I mean, like, they're I'm, hard. I'm keeping up. I'm keeping up. Yeah. Did you do level one, two, or just two? Just two. Yeah. It's fucking brutal. I told her, I was like, should I do level one? She's like, no, because you get it. Like, level one is if you want to learn form, fun, like, all that. It's not necessarily at easier. Level one is still difficult. It's just more technical. Like, this is how you do it safely. I just want to do level one. <laughs> I don't think it's easier. No, I did it on accident. Oh, you did? Yeah, I... Sometimes it's a nice refresh to be like, this is how I squat without hurting myself. I just, like, yeah, wanted to take it easy. <laughs> take it easy. And it wasn't easy. <laughs> well, level two is, like... Wild. Tough stuff. Are, do you not get, like, extremely sore? I get extremely sore. I was not as sore as I thought I would be, and I don't know why. Why? I think sometimes if you move through it, it's a lot better. Yeah, I've definitely been sore, but not like crippling, which is nice. Yeah. But honestly, we have so many notes to get through. Okay, let's start with um, this pixie tangerine month. That's an old note. That's an old note. Basically what I want, I mean, we're coming to the close of pixie tangerine month in Ojai. If you're not an Ojai local, essentially what that (laughs) means is that it's a fucking little tangerine that we only grow here in Ojai. It's called a pixie and basically the note was me trying to remember because it's like a month ago i wrote that pixie tangerine month in the citrus world is gay pride month oh my god (laughs) amazing like that's how i view it it is like it's basically pride month in the citrus community yes and i am drinking a seasonal pixie mocha from beacon coffee well it's like you know starbucks and there's like a little rainbow emblem on it in june it's like the same thing there's pixie stuff all over oh it's like we stand by in solidarity with our pixie tangerines <laughs> in solidarity yes unprecedented times i think it's a those big... are like words that will always trigger me yeah lazy I lazy. I... lazy lazy i hate that lazy lazy unprecedented times call it like it is in solidarity call it like it is what are you in solidarity of right speak it speak anyways it. we're getting sidetracked sorry um, i'm getting i'm riled up because of the Fucking Derek, how do you pronounce that pig's last name? Chauvin. Chauvinistic. That Derek Chauvin trial. Thank God he fucking got his his fucking ah. Oh, I just I'm so eight weeks and then they I'm just so killed another little girl. Oh, oh two. Yeah. They kill someone every day. The it's, cops kill someone every day. The cops kill people of color every day because the system is fucked and there are racists. Oh my God! It just like, do you hear what Nancy Pelosi said? No. That pissed me off, too. She's whack. (laughs) She's whack. She said, what'd she say? She goes, I'm going to, this is not a direct quote, but she said something along the lines of during a speech. Thank you. She looked up at the sky. Thank you, George Floyd, for sacrificing yourself for the name of justice. Excuse me? No, she Fuck didn't. You. Yeah. First of all, Fuck you, this Nancy. isn't justice. George Floyd, justice would justice. be ju- George Floyd walking around living with his children and his girlfriend, like being a father. This isn't justice. It, that little girl, his that, daughter. There's mm. no justice for her either. Okay. I just like, thought that quote really ticked me off. Ugh. But see. <sighs> God. It's People like, being held accountable for their actions <clears throat> is extremely important because it's going to... That's the difference, right? That's the difference between um, many liberals and many Republicans is that liberals tend to hold people accountable, whereas Republicans blindly follow. Okay, but Cody, they're saying the same exact thing on the other side. About what? That's what exactly what a Republican would have just said about liberals is that... Republicans think for themselves. What do Republicans and, hold? I'm just saying though, like it's funny to like break it down because everyone hates everyone, so it's just I like they, we all think the same things about each other. I know the difference is is the like for instance, 
I think Nancy Pelosi is an idiot for saying that. And like, that's bullshit that she said that. Whereas Donald Trump has said horrific things and Republicans are like, well, yeah, but did you hear about what? Like Hillary has having a blood oath with the devil. So I don't. So no, they're definitely in bed with the devil. But um, I also have this. So I have this high school friend that um, is, in my opinion, pretty Republican and like pretty anti mask and vas- vax vax uh-huh. <laughs> seems to go hand in hand but um she posted a thing and i was like scared to see what she was going to post yeah. about after the trial and i was actually really impressed uh, it said something along the lines like if you're anti-mask mandates and anti-vaccine passports th- and you aren't anti-government killing people then are you really a patriot <gasps> and team. i was like yes honey well that's the thing have that's the thing just Actually, this brings up a good point, too. Like, I got my second vaccine, and I'm anti-vax now, so yeah. I thought we should talk about that. You're anti-vax now? I see that on your notes. <laughs> I see vaccination slash public opinion slash anti-vax. You're anti-vax. No, I was being such a baby. I was, like, oh, really down and out after, and I was just making my joke that I thought was so funny that no one laughed at in my household um, was, I'm anti-vax now that I'm fully vaccinated. I get that. I think that's <laughs> like funny. I tell people I'm anti-gay marriage <laughs> just to piss people off. Yeah. Um, no, I guess where I... Did I'm, it not make you feel good? Oh, I was just... I've never been that ill. Really? I don't You're get... You're kidding. I don't really get sick. I have a high pain tolerance in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I get sick. I get cold and stuff. I've literally never been that in pain. Really? Yeah. My I'm head so had never pounded so bad. Do you think it was worth it? I hope so. Well, to me, it's like a... Um, in my opinion, it's like a what's the word I'm I what's the word I'm looking for? What do parents sign off before you go on a field trip? Oh yeah, a permission, <laughs> a permission slip. slip. To me, it's like a permission slip. Like I know that that's so stupid and that's hurtful to say to people who are like, no, but this is helping you save lives. But the, I'm, you know, selfishly, it's like okay, but then I could go do stuff. Can yeah, I tell you a secret? I guess yeah, but okay, go ahead. I just interrupted you, but this is going to lead in. This we're still I same have more conversation. Thoughts, yeah. yeah. My secret is I had um, booked a vaccination appointment yeah. and they canceled that morning. Yeah. I think it had to do with Johnson & Johnson because it was the day that that was announced that there were six blood clots out of 50 mm-hmm. billion or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um, and I was excited to get that one done and they canceled and they said that they had run out and I had a weird like momentary moment of like relief like. I don't know why. I just, I, all medical stuff makes me nervous. And oh, I, I was just gonna had say, that. I just love when plans get canceled. It was that too. <laughs> it was the same day that Diana got spayed and I thought we were oh, both going to be down for the count yeah. together. So I was looking forward to that. Yeah. I mean, I really, at the end of the day, and I know that this goes against a lot of what like people might be listening think, but I really believe in personal health choices. And I know that not getting your vaccine goes further than the personal choice because right. you can get someone else sick. Right. But at the end of the day, the needle's going in my arm. Right. So I need to feel comfortable with it. And I really want to respect people's choice in this because it's just for me, like I can't get involved with like bullying or trying to make people feel bad because they don't want to get the vaccine. Like, I want to help the greater good. I want to be a world citizen. That is my goal in life. I want to help people. Right. And I don't think that people who don't want the vaccine intrinsically think they're not helping people. They're scared. They've misread information. They misunderstand it. Right. And it's our job probably as allies of the vaccine to, like, help move that forward. I got to be honest with you. I agree with you. 
Yeah, but I don't care. Like, I'm not going to shit on you for not getting the vaccine. Do you feel, because this is kind of what I feel, and I'm curious if you might feel the same way. Do you feel that it's like you are, for me, I'm like, yes, the, 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 the evidence is there that this is really helping Yeah. come to end of this. And isn't that what we all want, right? Yeah. Where is I going with this? I'm having a brain. I'm trying to word this delicately, but who cares? Let yeah. me just speak my mind. That's and what people are here for. If you want me to clarify because you think I misspoke or you have questions, then fucking DM me. I won't open it anyways. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but basically, basically, the way I see it is that, like, I agree with you. I'm pro your body, your choice type of situation. What I'm against. Am I going to back off from your body, your choice now? Right. And what I'm against <laughs> is spreading misinformation or propaganda. So, if you want to get a vaccination and you have hard facts of why that's good, share it, get your vaccination, do it. If you don't want to get vaccinated, instead of going through conspiracies that Bill Gates is putting a microchip in you, and that's why you shouldn't do it, don't do all that crazy propaganda. Just don't get the vaccination and shut the fuck up. Right. And don't throw a fucking fit if you don't get it and you're unable to do things like I don't know what there's this new like passport vaccination passport. Which I'm, what, that, what I'm do you not think into. About that? I'm not into it. Here's the thing. I, I don't want to be controlled. No, I don't think any of us want to be told what to fucking it's all, do. It's all too much. It's it all, all too, too much. much. Yeah. We're in a tangled web of, of, um, we are in a state of confusion because there's so much, um, contradictory information yeah. out there. And, there's so much ego behind it that nobody would like to admit. No one wants to admit that there's ego on both sides. Of, of course. Of I'm right, you're wrong. No he, matter what yeah. that looks like. I don't want to speak about the merits of the vaccine. <sighs> I'll have an open dialogue about how our government, like how people feel about our government Totes. having mandates Totes. about things. Sure. But I'm not going to talk about the merits of a vaccination that like scientists have worked have very hard on. Have you ever got on. a flu shot? Yeah. I've never had a flu shot. I think when I was younger, I just got vaccinated for my nephew. I got like whooping cough and something else. The Whoopi Goldberg cough? Yeah, exactly. Whooping cough. Remember that commercial? <laughs> no. That was a horrible commercial. There was a commercial about it. I'm not going to like try to mimic it, but it was just coughing for like 30 seconds. Um. Okay. So this kind of also feeds in. I'm just like doing all my notes. This feeds should, into. Should get, get into I it. got into an altercation with a woman at Westridge. No. I no saw physical. That. Just I saw yelling. that on your notes. Westridge fight, and I wrote, "Can't fucking wait to hear this." It's great. You yelled at someone. Yeah. Tell me about. Okay. This. Well, I raised my voice. Yelling, oh my god! Confrontation yelling, makes me want to crawl out of my skin. Me too. And yelling. Um makes me really uncomfortable so i don't yell but um I don't so yell either. i hate it i grew up in yelling and i hate yelling yep same i hate it same. it triggers me so badly and they tried to they yeah they tried to pretend like that was a normal thing yelling. to do yelling and like the tone we're italian we're loud i'm like i'm mm, not loud i'm not mm, i'm not a loud person what no, are you talking you. about um so at westridge I was like getting my groceries and I see these two girls in the front having issues finding masks. I'm like, whatever, I'm shopping. I don't care. And this is not my place of business. I don't need to tell them to put a fucking mask on. Like, I'm going to just put my blinders on yep. and go about my fucking We've all been there. Day. We've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> but I notice things. I'm like, they're having a hard time in the front. 
no one was like no employees were talking to them but they were trying to decide like where's our like what are we doing so anyways we're at checkout and this girl <clears throat> ended up shopping the whole time with like her sweater over her face yeah which if you work in a place that has customers like that's not okay you right. have to have a mask on and it's not that hard and we live in california so people who maybe are out of california don't understand that we have a mask mandate for the entire state anytime yeah. you go into a business um to protect people who literally make minimum wage that have been yeah dubbed essential workers that have been working this entire time with no break and right. a lot of hammering right and so this woman was like um oh ma'am i need you to put a mask on or i need to ask you to step outside like she they let her shop yeah. like that's pretty great of them i wouldn't have personally right but like you know good for them for trying to shut down yeah and i have before and it's kind of like how mad can you be you got to shop like you got was to pick out so all your mad? stuff she was so mad and so her friend stayed and paid and like she was standing outside and when her friend met up with her they were like can, can you fucking believe it like did you do like going off and were so this tourists? stupid bitch no they were, live they in ohio do you know them no but i know what street they live on now <gasps> what did you it's follow them thing. home? No, they were like waiting for me outside. Listen to the story. Uh, sorry, I, just, I get so, <laughs> so excited. Do you uh, want to go TP their house tonight? I would love to. It's Earth Day. We can't do that. Oh, no. That's we can't do up. that. Okay. Okay, so this blonde bitch. Sorry, guys. I love blondes. I want to be blonde. I and wish I was blonde. We love bitches. We love bitches. I love bitches. We have two bitches. sitting here in front of microphones <laughs> right now. She like looked back inside and yelled, bitch. And it was At such... You? No. Oh. I didn't say anything. I'm quiet at this point. Okay. At the employee who asked her to leave, who's long gone. I love when people do that. When they're when you're walking away oh, and they're like, yes. Yeah, I'll walk away. It's like I'm already walking away. <laughs> or like, bitch, and it's walk like Walk away. Walk away. Yeah. It's like I've that's I'm what gone, I thought. Girl. And it's like, okay. Oh, that's yeah, that is what you thought. <laughs> that okay. is what you thought. I'm so, so she glad. screamed bitch and I literally said no. And she was like, what and i was like be nice to people like she's doing her job right now that's me and, clapping i love that and so i like instead of getting to the pettiness and trying to argue with her i just kept yelling be nice be nice i was like you're not being nice right now you're screaming at people that it's they're working like don't come into a place of business and be mean to people working like be nice i have a new level of respect for you and she just kept screaming off like shit like oh, i'm an er doctor not true um, I have a vaccination. I'm I was like, none of that matters. And she's like, I spend thousands of dollars uh, here a year at Westridge. And I was okay. like, none of that matters. You like, don't just call someone a bitch. Be nice. Like, right. and plus like they're doing their job. Like you think that someone getting paid basically like, you know, like maybe 15 bucks an hour. I'm not trying to shit on anybody that works at a grocery right. store. I'm just saying like, they have a, a hard responsibility and right maybe now. maybe they didn't want to tell you to do that no. and they're required to. Yeah. Maybe they were extremely uncomfortable. They were worried you're going to get upset and then yeah. you call them a bitch. And so she's just like screaming. And then she goes, you're just an entitled bitch. And I'm like, to me? You? You're the one screaming about how you spend thousands of dollars at the grocery store like who after doesn't an, you're an entitled bitch after she just did a laundry list of all the reasons why she's entitled <laughs> to not wear a mask in the store yeah i'll get fucked what's her name i don't know let's call her out so they leave i'm pissed and the two young boys <laughs> Listen to me. i hate confrontation I what's know. her address what's, what's her name <laughs> These, the two young boys were like that was great thank you so much they always come in here drunk and i was like stupid duh. oh Ugh. my god and so well to the to that ear doctor good job and then the woman comes back and they're like tracy <gasps> they called you a bitch and they she was like they did what they she didn't was like, call tracy a bitch not tracy tracy and not so she tra i don't was, know who that is I I'm just she was silly. like gonna go after them and then one of the boys goes nah she not had your back it. and i was like thank you oh and god. then i am like checking out and i go back <laughs> and they're like four car lengths 
away from me like walking back to their house like waiting for me to come to my car like what were they gonna do first of all jump you first of all i wouldn't fight they're you. both like five four i'm like girls i, I can you. just take both of you right now i wouldn't fight you <laughs> I mean, it, you're gonna beat them with that surfboard that no, surfboard would lay them too out nice. yeah it's true i would have wasted on them so anyways i just really Trash. i have a really um hard like time with people who are mean to service people or yes. i mean to anyone to be we've completely talked honest about that before it's really disheartening and we've been getting it i'm <clears> in service <throat> right now we've been getting it so much by people because something's happening i've been getting it too people are frustrated with the rules they don't the, a lot of them are contradictory not at the grocery store you're inside a building that's closed with doors like wear a mask but like if you go sit outside to eat yeah and you like stand up you have to put your mask on but if you sit down you can take it off like there's a force field that goes around you and you sit right. down and it's kind of like you know, the rules are dumb. The rules are confusing to guess, but here's the thing that I have a hard time with. Like, it's temporary. It doesn't matter if the rules make sense or not. Like, just respect the business. Yeah. I don't know. It's. I'm it's, proud of you for speaking up because I don't think that that was a fight. I think it, you were defending someone who was being harassed. Yeah. It was for doing sucky. their job. And don't because be you drunk. know what? Wouldn't you like someone to do that oh. for you? Yeah, but I wouldn't even give them the chance because I don't fuck around with that shit, guys. I, I stop it. I'm like not cool too. with people coming at me. I used to me. be nervous. I used to be nervous. Um, we are, you know, of course, ugh, I won't get into it because then I hate talking about where I work. But um, basically, I used to be like nervous to tell people yeah. to remind them that they need to wear a mask. And it used to make me because I hate confrontation. And now I've just learned to just like, you know. Oh, I sat through the best. Okay, so we had like a sexual harassment training where I worked before. And of course... It was, it was like, oh God, I don't want to sit through this. Like, this is lame, you know? Why, like, I love sexual harassment so training. She it's was, so cringy. She was the best trainer ever. Really? And she was amazing and so funny and like cracking all these jokes. And she said this thing that sticks with me. Like, I say it all the time. She was like, if you're going to be a hater, you need to be an equal opportunity hater. Everyone gets hated on then. And okay. she was like, so that's how I am at work. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to com- be completely standardized. Otherwise, you hate everybody. Well, I'm just going to treat everyone exactly the same. And uh-huh. then no one can really fuck with me. Like, okay. I'm just like for everyone. I'm like, oh, mask on, sir. Oh, mask on, please. Oh, mask on. And yeah. like, if you're just blunt and like, keep it real and they see you doing it to everyone. It's like, you can't take it personally. You know what I do? I keep a box of masks with me. Yeah. Like at my desk. Yeah. And anytime I see someone without one, I go, may I offer you a mask? That's amazing. And then they go, no, I have one. I go, oh, would you please put it on? Good. <laughs> that's how I handle it. I'm like, that's the best. And then if they say, and then what did they say? Oh, no, thank you. Like, <laughs> I've never okay. run into the issue where they <laughs> no. say no or they don't go, put oh, one on. Whatever. It's just a polite way to ask um, someone. Cody, can we talk about Planned Parenthood? I want to know about it. Yeah. There's a virtual event called the Birds and Bees Bash this Saturday. That Saturday, the, what is this Saturday? 26th? 24th? 24th. 24th. This Saturday, the 24th at 6 p.m. And it's free to sign up. Just go to um, go to the Central Coast Planned Parenthood. And I am... You know, excited because they kindly asked me after last year doing their um, their event, <clears throat> speaking to a nice audience. Now it's virtual. So I went down last. Was that last Saturday? Mm-hmm. Um, I went down last Saturday and recorded something. I felt. Did you feel famous? I didn't feel famous. No. I felt. Um, <sighs> I didn't feel famous. Do you want to know why? Why? 
So when I walked in, I was like, hello, I'm here. And they're like, who are you? Do you have an appointment? <laughs> hello, I've arrived. I've arrived, everybody. Your star has... I've noticed you forgot the red carpet, but I'm here anyhow. Um, I turn into Moira Rose anytime someone... That's It was very Moira Rose adjacent. The very sweet, um, wonderful, hardworking people that were there that were like wanting to help me. They're like, do you have an appointment? Is everything okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm filming something. They're like... Looked at me like, why do you feel? Oh no! But then it <laughs> all got... like he's a he hates Planned Parenthood. Oh my God, no! And there was no protesters outside, thank God. But um, what a beautiful Planned Parenthood in Santa Barbara. That's where I went and filmed it. I had a lovely time. I felt kind of like funny because I didn't plan it. Yeah. Like I didn't write anything. I didn't. I like called. I think Emily and Kaylee. And I was like, what should I say? Like blah blah. blah. And I just kind of winged it. So it is kind of funny. I think, I don't know, because so, I'm nervous to watch it. Okay, and w- remind me the time. Do you know? 6 p.m. Okay, I, I want to watch it. Okay. Um, I just, it wasn't a speech. I wasn't, like, reading from something. I just looked at the camera, and I just started talking. And I and it was it was cool. I just love Planned Parenthood, so I'll do anything to support yeah, them, honestly. Course. They're amazing. I think that they're incredible, and they need to be protected. And that's such an easy way to protect it and support it by doing this virtual event. I hope I was funny. I kept it real. It was just a really nice experience. But I want to kind of flip the script and talk about on my way home from that. I got a call from you. Oh, my God. I was driving home from Santa Barbara and you called me and you were really upset because something terrible happened. Yes. God, I keep seeing people be mean. <laughs> but, um, not This isn't mean. This is fucked up. I yeah. was visiting my family in Northern California which is really exciting now that I'm fully vaccinated and my family's all on their way to being fully vaccinated, which is really cool yeah. um, because they tend to float to the right side of things. And uh-huh. it's really cool that they're like I heard. I'm sorry, I'm going to do a little side story, but I heard my uncle talking and my grandma and stuff. And and he was like, well, you know, we just all have to do our part. And I really didn't expect that rhetoric from them. Yeah. I kind of I, t- I, I like tense up a little bit when I go home yeah. and they keep proving to me that they're a lot more flexible than I like lead on than you perceive them to be. Yeah. Like I kind of, I get in my bubble, I get in my head, I get anxious, I rev myself up and then I go home and I'm like, Oh, they're all flex, like they're flexible and malleable still. And like, that's really inspiring to me. Yeah. Do you think they're inspired by you with that? I think they're annoyed by me, Oh, (laughs) (laughs) but like in a, but yeah, probably in like a, I'm forcing them to like, you know, evaluate things. Yeah. Um, anyways, I was visiting my family and I went to the corner store where I grew up going, um, it's a few blocks from my parents' house. They have cheap gas, but I wanted an electrolyte drink because I was hungover. Uh huh. And I went to what the, kind of electrolyte drink? Did I you was get? I didn't get anything, so I went to the store. They had shit options, and I was like, no, thank you. And I, when I was walking into the um, gas station, I saw this guy in the corner in the bushes, like going off. And this isn't uncommon for Northern California or for a gas station if you've been to one. Yeah, There's any always gas station. Something any going gas on. station. And so I was like, okay, he's having a moment. Like, I'm going to leave him be. Um, and so I go into the gas station, come back out, but then I start hearing a woman, like, screaming for her life, asking for help. And she's not screaming loud. It's kind of quiet. Um, so I turn the corner and he is cowering over her, wielding a punch and, like, screaming at her. She's oh asking for help. And so... um. I get involved and I'm like yelling at him and I said, you need to stop, 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 please stop, please stop. And she's begging for him to stop. Which is very brave of you. He's pushing her against the wall. He's choking her. He's (gasps) dragging her like all this stuff. And I'm terrified. Okay. Of course. Like terrified. What's your adrenaline level? Um, 
very high, but I was just like, I have to get him out of here, you know, like, and I kept screaming at him and, um, it was a black couple, like a larger black man. And he he came out of a nice car and I was like, kind of confused as to like what was going on. Like it was so weird. And he was like yelling at me to get out of his business and he just kept screaming. And then I heard that that's his baby mama and she's pregnant. And I was like, okay. Do you have any inclination of what the fight was about? Okay. So no, but she didn't want to get back in the car. So he was like really upset that he, she wasn't going with him and like screaming at him. And he kept saying, you're acting hella weird. And, um, very Northern California. Very Northern California. And he, okay. So I'm pissed at myself for being in such like a mode of like fight or flight. And I was like fighting. I, he said a couple things that I wish I could remember verbatim, mm-hmm. but they were kind of like inclinations that she might be bi or a lesbian as well, like, or oh, bi. Okay. And like, he said a couple things I wish I could remember, but so I just keep screaming at him to stop, 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 stop. And like, then he dr- pushes her down and runs after me. And I'm like trying to run back into visibility of like everyone. And thank God he wasn't on drugs. It didn't seem like to me. And he wasn't drunk. So he didn't seem under the influence because he had it in his right mind to look around for a second. And he saw how many people were at the gas station. At this point, people are like looking at us. Yeah. And he backed <clears throat> off. Like. Good. <laughs> thank God. And then he went back for her. And so I kept screaming at him. And eventually he got in the car and left. And I was so thankful. And she stayed. And she stayed. And, you know, I sat down with her and I was a mess. So I was like crying. She was crying. And she didn't want any help and luckily another black man came over because like i am a white woman maybe i don't feel safe to her That's in that true. moment so he came over and checked in with her and asked the same questions i did like can we give you a ride can i help you can i call someone for you can i get you water like can i get yeah. can i literally do anything and what she would didn't make you feel better yeah and she denied everything and actually you just saying that made me realize that <laughs> Me wanting to help her was way more about me because like what you just said, like what would make me feel better? Oh. What would make me feel better would be like kind of like giving her water, giving her a ride or something. And like, that's not going to solve anything. I think that's how a lot of people and that's I think that's how a lot of people. I just had this conversation with a friend. Yeah. of like she's like, how do I help someone? I feel like such a bad friend because I don't know how to help him with this. It's way her more. Her friend yeah. was going through something extremely difficult. And it's like, it's not really about you being a good or bad friend. That's up to them to determine. It's not up to you. It's not about you being a good or bad citizen and what's going to make you feel like you left that doing the most you could. It's about what's going to help them. Yeah. And what do they need? Yeah. And I had a a couple people, because I saw a couple people after that. And I was just like a mess. I was going over to my really good friend from high school, Katie's house, to help her start a podcast. And like, she has equipment, but... And so I was explaining it to them and stuff. And they're like, did you call the cops? And I'm like, absolutely not. Like, I no. I can't in my right mind right now or ever, hopefully, call cops on a black man. Like, and no. this woman, like, he's going to circle back and come back. Like, he's not done. <clears throat> that that situation wasn't done just because I interrupted it. So I'm like, if he comes back and she's talking to cops, like, that's not a good look. Cops don't know how to handle domestic abuse situations, if, unfortunately. If she, it's, it's almost like she was, okay. She had just been through something traumatic. It's not, that's not a time to bring in cops. <laughs> well, no, it's like she's been through something traumatic, but it's, she was not, um, she's not under the influence of anything or so it seemed she was not battered and incapacitated to make her own choice of calling the cops. Right. If she would like to call law enforcement to yeah. assist her in that, that's up to her. 
I, I think that it's different if she's laying there bleeding and can't oh, of call course. the cops. I'd call an ambulance. Do you know what I yeah. mean? But, but she, she, it's her right to call the police if she would like to, and she was capable of doing that. It wasn't really your responsibility to do that at that point. And I think that that is, that's, that's yeah. the T, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that, like, it just reminded me, first of all, that domestic abuse is obviously very real and very scary and that was very public so I'm like what happens at home with people and that abuse looks like a lot of different things it doesn't always look like what I saw yeah sometimes it's like extreme control or like a lot of nitpicking or a lot of next door neighbors are just like yeah it's just I mean I don't know I just it's almost it's like every other night it's just crying both of them just cried I'm like you two seem very sad together because you just sit on your porch and drunkenly cry about each other. Yeah, drinking is, is that bad. abusive, it do you feels... think? I think relationships can be abusive with Babe, I told you I wanted to go to Costco. And is you, this when it? you came this is one of them, yeah, I swear <laughs> I swear to God. And when you came home, babe, and you just were like I just went to Costco. You knew I wanted to fucking go. Yeah, man. I'd be pretty pissed. And she's like, I don't have to do everything with you. And that was like, I get that. Wait, the, oh, that's really cute, actually. He was upset that she didn't that's take really him to cute. Costco. Yeah. That could be something I could get. It's cute until it's at one in the morning. <laughs> and I'm trying to sleep. I just think it's like cute when guys get their feelings hurt. Is that I, weird? No, I, one time, um, because I live in between two bars here in Ohio. Yeah. Fun. And so before COVID, it was like always every weekend around 2 a.m. <laughs> hearing the people walking back and forth. And one time there's these guys and like, no, bro, seriously, like, we just don't say it enough. Like, I, I, I'm like man enough to say, like, I fucking love you. Like, That's I fucking so cute. Like, well, bro, you don't even need to say it, but like, it, it is nice when you do. <laughs> I just love stuff like that. Me too. That's I love amazing. stuff like that. I love drunk talks. I get so silly when it's I'm drunk. It's so cute. I get very lovey. Me too. And then I'm like, let me confess my love and then make out with you and it's fine. See, I'm more like, I just want to heal people and then I want to hide. <laughs> I'm a healer and hider. I like... Healer always, and hider? Is that like, like your new yeah. boutique? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'm sorry that that, um, yeah, that was something that me. you had to witness and that was, that was hard and I hope that she's doing okay and... Um, yeah, I just, it's not fun to, I mean, and that's also, not only is that scary, but it's probably, I'm trying to put myself in her position. It's a little humiliating, too, to have something like that happen in public. Of course. And, you know, yeah, extremely humiliating. Your headphones just fell off. Speaking and of it's being... degrading, and it's, like, taking away <clears throat> her her humanity for him to treat her like that, like an animal that he owns. Like, she's just broken down, and it's really unfortunate. Speaking of, of dehumanizing and treating people like an animal that you own, you wrote in your notes, I like my dick on demand. <laughs> Wait, I know. I thought that was so funny that I actually put that in there. I was high. You like your dick on demand? I was high and thinking about like... I mean, me too, girl. Like, I, get into it. I know. And so I was like, I'm so glad I don't have to date. No offense, all you single people. Yeah. Because I want my dick on demand. I want to... And I know like as a woman, sure, like in theory, I could go on Tinder and like get dick on demand or whatever but it's just different being in like a committee like that's true i mean it's it's just fun i thought it was you can get dick on demand if you're dating though like i guess like like i don't know i have like a i don't know i don't have to worry about anything or try to be anyone i can just be like want to (laughs) fuck i know but i guess i don't know maybe i'm i you can have a few friends like that too yeah where like you know how you have a few friends where like i know they'll be down to go on a hike yeah 
Same thing. You know what's funny? Like, those are my hiking friends. Like, if I want to go yeah. on a hike, I could call that friend up. If I want to get laid, I know I could call that friend up. See, I'm so happy to not be single, and you're so happy to be single. It's yes. fun to talk about this stuff, because I usually only talk to other, like, committed people or people dating. Well, we have ex- we have polar opposite um, experiences yeah. as far as love and dating and yeah. relationships go. It's really fun. You know? So, yeah, I like my dick on demand. I thought that was hilarious when I was high, so That's here we fun. are. Um dick on demand and i do get it y'all dick on demand Can we, that's all of- that's how that's all you want to get into wait that's, what speaking of dick yeah oh my god do, listeners topa talk listeners what? the fans what? do you guys remember the story where i made cody talk about how he is bad at giving head which isn't true he is not bad at giving head no but- you know what i got so many nice messages from people <laughs> that i've blown before after that episode <laughs> I'm not kidding. Uh, I think I got three. There were just so many in the grand scheme because obviously more than three, but um, just the fact that three of them had listened and they're like, hey, that's not true. They're like, hey, I really enjoyed it. I'm like, oh, thank you. Okay. Can you you, please everybody? Can you follow up on that story? How do I, how do I do this correctly? You know what I mean? How do I do this correctly? Said person who talked shit in the bar Fucking in asshole. front of people slipped into your him. DMs for a favor. Let's just say that. It's s- simple. Shot me a text. Haven't heard from the, the dude in forever. I I can with 100% accuracy know that he does not listen to this podcast. I, I don't just, give a shit. No, but I'm saying yeah. it's not like that's why it's so funny. We just talked about this and then he, <laughs> he texted me. So I think the best way to describe it is that Cody is the mayor of Ohio, as you guys know. And this person wanted like insights and help and, if you and want, like discounts. That's a great places. way to put it. Let's just call what I do the mayor. So I'm the mayor. Yeah. And if and I could I could help you out here in Ohio with a lot of if stuff. If you need something, he if you need has something, some connection. I, could, I, I got some connection. I could figure it out. So this guy hits me up out of the blue. Hey honey, what I was so annoying. Like, hey, how are you? Um, my dude and I But are wanting to do this could you could you get me a discount help me out do it blah 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 the audacity the audacity here let me like do you pop know what up I into did? your life out of nowhere you know and ask do you want to know something? what i said the my only response what i went i'm off the clock and then put my email <laughs> you can email you can me send me an email I send me an email he never did he never did he thought i went he goes he goes wow really i thought we were friends and i just mm, didn't respond sorry Friends don't complain about friends as blowjobs. Yeah. Put that on a bumper sticker. Also, like, in a public place to make a joke. Yeah. I don't know. I just I'm thought the audacity. I'm not the butt of your jokes, I, sir. No, I, I can't stand that guy. I really can't stand can't that guy. I can't either, honestly. I, I know do, him. I wouldn't do him a favor. Oh, I know you know him because he loves yeah. that place. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't stand him. Is he the most irritating? I'm done with him. Horrible. What else do I... Oh. <sighs> <laughs> I'm like, Thanks for. I mean, like that's that's. I'm glad we wrapped up that saga, and I'm glad I got to redeem myself because I realized, yes. like, I basically put out there that I suck at giving head, and that sucks to put out there. But I don't. I mean, like, come on, guys. You know what? I gave him a bad one because I didn't like him. There you go. How am I supposed to put any effort in? 
He's lucky I didn't treat it like corn on the cob and just bite it. I shut up. I shut up. Um, who are they call we? Me, they call my mouth the shredder. Ooh. I'm just going to shred I feel like we need to, to talk pieces. about one more of yours before we bounce over to me. Um, let's we're talk about this. We're kind of through. How are we doing on time? Because I feel like we're 10 minutes <laughs> in <laughs> and we're just tearing through these. <laughs> we're at 37 minutes. So. Oh, we're not doing bad. No. And honestly, whenever. Can we slow it down a little bit, whenever though? Whenever I, I feel do. Like we're rushing. <laughs> whenever I do a timestamp on this show, I realize that I go back and edit and remove time so they're gonna look and be like no it's like 30 minutes i know you that's how just, people talk you just said before we started recording that <laughs> <laughs> that's all 30 the the gables of ohio listening to Topa talk um speaking of old people it's wild to me my grandma has no idea that i do this my grandma and i are so close and she has no idea that i do Topa talk you don't tell her because no, she'd listen i don't want her to listen she would too she'll find a way to do it on her computer oh my gosh i she takes quizzes on her computer I love her. Just like on BuzzFeed, thing. I don't to know figure out where. what kind I of toast like she Yahoo. is. <laughs> she takes like quizzes or she'll play like games. Dude, and I'm like that's so fun, Grandma. Good I job. love Yahoo. That's good for her. Um, I she just have good... to say that if she did listen, I'd have one more fan in your family because your family oh, is so sweet. My and... dad was Gene was going off about you the other night. I think when someone can give a good compliment, it's something else. It's something else. You just Gene... did what he mentioned, and I had never noticed it before. What? You said, when someone gives a good compliment, he says that you don't pronounce your T's. It's just something he's noticed. Oh, that's so funny. And I never noticed that before. <laughs> Let me read the text, because I was like, it wasn't Gene, shady. It's just, a, you know. Gene, I had a speech impediment when I was growing up. But I never noticed until you said, compliment? when someone gives me a compliment. <laughs> I don't know where the oh where are the texts they were so sweet. It my was dad so has sweet. been very my dad's been a chum lately and it's so nice. And obviously I have Kaylee in my corner. I'm just feeling loved by the Creighton. Well, of course Kaylee loves you. Yeah, I love her. All the Creighton. Oh my love gosh, you. we haven't talked about your newest niece what? or nephew. We haven't oh, talked yeah, Kaylee's about Kaylee's pregnant. Fivey. People have got to know Kaylee's pregnant. They know by, by now. now, but how exciting. My sister's pregnant and I just cannot even handle it. She's so cute. It's I stupid. cannot handle it. I, she's been wanting to be pregnant. She's been wanting to have another baby f- for I'd say two years now. Mm-hmm. It's been on her radar, mm-hmm. and they've tried a few times, and it didn't work out. And then they were on the idea, then off the idea, and then you know the stars aligned where both of them were on board, and now there's a baby <laughs> on board. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kaylee had to do some. Um, finagling and some um what's it called some gravity work no no (laughs) no that's not where i was going with that oh my god um no she they just they had to have like an understanding of like hey i don't should talk him into it a little bit i think yeah but you know forrest is a great dad and he can't he can't he help can't himself. Help I was gonna say I was gonna do a bad analogy, but it's not fair. I was no, gonna say you know when like oh, when like the dad of the family is like no dogs, no dogs, and the dog yeah. you adopt a dog and the dad is, and the dog Homies. are like tight. That's like Forrest is like no more kids, and then he's just such a good dad, and he's such a chum, and he's just so good with the kids. I was gonna say I was over there. I came. I went over to and the kids are obsessed oh, yeah. with him. I was notarizing something for Kaylee and. <laughs> Fuck. Can't wait till that expires. Yeah, July. I was going to say, don't put that out there because people are going to hit you, you up. You guys, I'm not free. I'm busy. Okay? I'm, like, yeah. really busy. No, I went over there, and they had just built a half pipe, and it's so cool. And Dude, I love their half I hang out there all I'm going to go there so today. It's so cute. I went over, and all the kids and Forrest and a couple of his buddies, like, they're all just hanging out with the kids, having a blast. And I'm like, they should just have, like, ten more kids. I know. 
I think it's they should great. too. I, I start can't. a commune, start a new community. Sometimes like I feel like crying right now. I just get so grateful that they have those kids because I like just love them so much. It's hard to put into words. I get You're it. You're getting it. I'm starting or to get it. Or you get it. It's not, that was very condescending. I apologize. It's different. Like once we start having a relationship and talking and he has his oh own my personality. God. When you have this little baby like you have, yeah. it's just this sweet mm. little, mm. Little I can't face. wait to learn his attitude but and what. When like, you get to yeah. know them, and mm-hmm. as they get older, I mean, Sawyer is eleven, and I just think he's so cool. He and is. he's what I wish all eleven-year-olds were like when I was eleven. I'm and a huge fan of those kids. <sighs> so and then sweet. there's my sis, my Ellie is just my special girl. She's the only girl this far, and she's just so special. I to need me. her to stop coming up with workout moves though, because um, she makes really hard workout moves, and then we have to do them. They're just so smart, and then Miller is just such a just stereotypical little ragamuffin boy. He that's is. just a, such a little. He's just into such. Um, he's just he's so. And then there's Shepard, who is the biggest little like squishy oh mush gosh, that just wants mush. to love. I just love them. I could go on. I could talk about them for a whole hour. Being an uncle is the is the best thing that's ever happened in my life. What's ever. going on with your cousin's pregnancy announcement? Oh, <laughs> speaking of being high, oh my oh, god, good. I was I was yacked, Mama. No, that's what they use for meth. I was not yacked. What Please they, don't be yacked. I was not yacked. I've never tried meth. Thank God. Never will. <laughs> never will. <laughs> Ew. Well, it's very popular in Ohio and in the gay community. Yeah. I will never try it, but. I was fucking baked and I'm scrolling through Instagram and on one of those pretty um, letter peg boards that you got me in a blackboard where you like put letters on it is a baby cray on the way. And I went, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I was, am I pregnant? I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> I like had that weird half second of like, what? But it's my cousin whose last name is also Creighton. I just thought it was an interesting. Um, you were just like a little freaked out for a moment. I was a little freaked out for a moment. He has every right to use the term cray. Of course. I had a moment like that when I was high. Somebody in town texted me and said, is your dog, is Otto lost? Is he missing? Oh. And I was sitting on the couch high as shit. And I was like, Uh-oh. I start looking around like, oh, yeah, is he? Is he? And he's like next to me on the couch. <laughs> You're like, Otto, are you here right now? <laughs> Otto, like it freaked me out for Otto, a where'd you go? <laughs> So oh, I get it. It's things like that that really are funny. Well, you know, one of the craziest stories. Can I tell you a crazy high story? Get it. Not on our notes, but I just told the story Cody, to a coworker. it's not on the notes. <laughs> it's not in the notes, so we can't go there. I took like six months off of smoking weed. And it was... Bummer. It was a bummer. But it was nice. You know, I was doing a little too much. And one night, I just thought, I'm going to go for it. I'm just going to go for it. And I bought a lot of it. <laughs> and I thought I don't have work tomorrow. This Let's... was this was like three years ago. Okay, four almost four years ago now. Okay, I was like I'm not working at cafe tomorrow. I don't got to wake up early. I'm just gonna like watch a weird movie. Like go for. It. I ordered a pizza. I was like this You're is good. Set. I was bonked incapacitated. Out. And then all of a sudden I'm enjoying this because also my tolerance had gone way down because it had been like six months. So I'm yeah. like. Woo, and then all of a sudden I start seeing people post on their Instagram stories. This fire broke out in Santa Paula. Cody. And it was the Thomas fire Cody. night. And I was like, <gasps> Cody. It was horrible, Stephanie. It was horrible. Stephanie, it was horrible. That was the worst night wow. to get super high. I to make matters worse, I downloaded a police scanner radio to listen. Of course, who didn't? To the, we all did to listen to what was going on. Not healthy. I'm just sitting there in my dark apartment. I called my friend Britt, who's, and I'm like, 
Britt, please come over. I'm not doing well. I'm too high for this shit. We evacuated the next day. Yeah. It's horrible. That was so scary. That was the worst high I've ever had in my life because my dad's house burned down. That was so traumatic that (sighs) night. It's horrible. That was so traumatic. Sorry. It's okay. He's doing okay. Yes, he is. He's doing okay. He's fantastic. But it wasn't, not to say it wasn't difficult. I mean, that's a, that's a terrible thing to have happened. Of course. You know? Devastating. But leave it to my dad, you know, is is horrible and he doesn't make light of it. But we have the same, my dad and I have such a similar sense of humor. I think we're understanding that the more I get older and the more we just connect more and more. We have such a similar sense of humor and I'll never forget. We like did a check in a few days later where we just like got lunch, like during the evacuation to make Mm -hmm. sure everybody's okay. And, um, you know, Thomas fires around Christmas and he was like, maybe I should like burn the edges of my Christmas card for for like dramatic flair. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's that dark That's sense of great. humor. You know, it's how we get through things of in the Creighton family. It's how we get you through. You gotta sprinkle a little sarcasm <clears throat> around. <laughs> he's like he's like Christmas at my place. I'm like dad. 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 Come on, dad. Dad. <laughs> dad. 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 What else is on your list? I don't know, but I have to pee, sorry. Oh, let's take a break. Pause. And we're back. Do I fuck with Tarzan? That's what Cody just said. It wasn't on the recording. Sorry. Um, Tarzan used to make me horny when I was a little boy. I don't really fuck with Disney all that much, but... Um, I don't like Tarzan's toes. He had, like, weird toes <laughs> yeah, to, like, grab vines with. <laughs> yeah. And I just always thought that... Because he was supposed to be very, like, gorilla-like because he was raised by them, you know? Who who was the actor that played in the live action? I don't know if there was a live action, but it was yes, Tony Goldwyn, the guy from Scandal. Did you ever watch Scandal? Tarzan is... The president. <sighs> the president from Scandal voiced Tarzan. Cody, Cody, Cody. Who would play Tarzan in a live action movie? Um, Who was it? Let's see. Disney did not do a Tarzan movie. I thought they did. I don't know, but like how homoerotic... What movie am I thinking <clears throat> about? Anyway, the anyways. The Book? Anyways. Maybe. Is Mowgli a young Tarzan? I don't know, guys. I guess Tarzan I don't know what I'm talking about. Tarzan would be a fun, like, birthday party idea. <laughs> would it? I don't know. <laughs> it's been done, I'm sure. It's been done, I'm sure. Let's why, go why on are Pinterest. We talking about, why are you bringing up Tarzan? You did. You said, oh. <laughs> you ran into your old therapist. <laughs> oh, guys. Awkward. <laughs> so, I work in a new office building, and I've always thought it was funny because my, my friend and who I used to live with... Um, obviously got me the job not obviously got me the job there but when i used to go see my therapist i'd pop into her office and say hi like i just went through therapy and i look like a mess because Uh when you go to therapy and you're working on stuff you leave therapy exhausted sad and your eyes are sunken in because you've been crying yeah so we'd always laugh about it stop in and be like i just had my head rocked like how are you doing and um so since i worked there i've been like keeping my eyes out for Uh her because i'm like she works in this building but then thinking about it like all therapy has been online most of it has been online and so she like popped her head into our office the other day looking for a young man that used to like that used to be in the office with us. Honey, I pop my head to offices all the time looking, looking for, for a young, young man. man. And because she wanted help moving books and stuff from her office because she's a little bit older. And I was like, hey, at first I didn't think she recognized me. So I was like, this is awkward. But I helped her move her books and she was like, I've been dying to reach out and see how you are and all this stuff. And we kind of recapped and caught up on life. And it's so crazy how far I am really? from that person that was like really, really <coughs> having a hard time really? in her office. Yeah, That's nice. A lot of things have changed, like two people in my life that I love and adore and I was having a hard time like um, handling are now like 
out of rehab and clean for almost a whole yeah, year yeah. and like all that stuff. So yeah, it's kind of crazy. And it was just so funny to catch up. And she was like, I really did get you at the worst time of your life. Didn't I? And I was Aww. just like, Oh yeah, it was kind of cool. You. Yeah, she did. And I, so important. I would love to still be going to her. Like I absolutely loved her. She gave me, you know, I think she, a good therapist really keeps you accountable Yeah, and really helped me see a lot of things that I wasn't opening my <clears> eyes <throat> to. Yeah. And so, but this brings up another question. Have you gone to therapy, Cody? I've had a few therapy sessions, but yeah. not, um, I did it when I was a little boy because I was damaged. Like the school made me do it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, um, I was very traumatized by nine 11. Right. Literally, okay. and I needed therapy because yeah. of it. I like it created a lot of fears and phobias. Yeah, that was also around the same time that my brother started breaking the law and being violent. Yeah. And so it's just a lot of turmoil in my life. Yeah, and then as an adult, um, <clears throat> how do I word this? Well, I guess it doesn't matter because I'm not going to say who it is. But I had a friend who was a therapist, and she was trying to like go to school, and she would film our therapy sessions. I felt a little exploited by her. Yeah. But I think therapy is a great thing. I, I do too. I was just curious your experience because <clears throat> when I see it on TV or how it's portrayed and stuff, like I think when you go and you speak to a therapist, even though it's supposed to be a safe place, like I withheld a lot from her right. in the sense of like, at the end of the day, I wanted my therapist to think I'm dope and I'm the right one. And like, I needed right. like reinforcement on how I was feeling about stuff. And it's just so interesting to like understand other people's experience with therapy because yeah. Like if you're going therapy to really like get better or learn more about yourself and then you withhold things or you try to, you know, tell a story in such a way to like keep you in good light and stuff, you know? Well, it's like, it's like cheating at solitaire, right? <laughs> right. So it's like, what's the point? You may as well just be honest, go in and let this person, this professional help you. Yeah. I guess I wanted help in certain parts of my life. And then I made other parts of my life kind of private with her because I was just like, I don't want to go right there. Up about that. Or it just, it wasn't important to me <clears throat> See, in those I'm sessions. Like, I'm, this is like therapy to me because I like love to talk about yeah. stuff. I'm an open book. Speaking of which last episode, we got such great feedback and people were so nice about me being fat and gay <laughs> i don't know i got like a lot of nice messages and also quick sidetrack we go back to therapy but thank you everybody we had mentioned at the lot the end of the episode to please post in your stories and that was such a fun way to support us and we got <clears throat> so many so many really great posts and people supporting us and people Right? Like, yes. we got a huge surge of people posting yes. on their stories of that episode. Yes. And we would love the continued support. And I think I was really pushing for some more reviews, and that kind of confused a few people. So, if you do want to leave a review for the show, you have to do it on Apple Podcast app. It's a little purple app, it's free. Even if you don't use it on your iPhone, you can download it and go leave us a review for Topa Talk on so iTunes. Nice. Um, it's really fun to read the feedback, yeah. I think, because it's anonymous, like, it's semi anonymous. The usernames are kind of weird and like you can make the usernames whatever yeah, you want so oh my I, god the girl from westridge is gonna write a review i hope so and be like this bitch that's her word <laughs> that's that her she word. likes to yeah, use this is. bitch doesn't know who i am hey yeah. listen i downloaded an app last night called bloom and i don't know if it's oh. good or not but it's a self-therapy app mm -hmm. and i really liked it good Speaking of yeah, therapy, you can like check in. They just ask that they ask you questions and you answer it. It's like um, behavioral cognitive therapy on your phone. And it was just really it broke down what I was feeling. So it's like, what are you feeling? It gave you options. I'm like, oh, made you like realize oh, I'm feeling this way. Then it broke that down into more emotions. Where yeah. are you feeling from this? 
And then, I don't know, it was just really, it was really good. That is nice. I fell asleep while using it, so it relaxed me. Good. I woke up and it was just on my phone. You're like, oh, nice. <laughs> I fell asleep. Um, I have, like, a similar thing, but not, ther- <clears throat> it wasn't therapy, and this is so silly, but I went on my Costarology app yesterday mm. and was just, like, looking. Do you have the widget? No. Look at it. And I was just looking. Isn't that neat? Running weather co-star. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> and it said something about how I have a house in Libra, and they were talking about, what happens when a Libra feels like misunderstood or attacked. And I just like, I really connected to it and I was like, Oh, and here's the thing is like, I'm not as with it when it comes to horoscopes and stuff. Like I think it's interesting and we're all trying to find a way to better understand ourselves. And so it was just cool for a moment to be like, wait, I connect to that. And that makes a lot of sense for me. And now I can use that when I'm feeling that way and like understand it better. Yeah. If that makes sense. Absolutely. That's what therapy does too. It's like, you had an experience and you had a reaction. Let's break down why that reaction happened and how, like, and then once you start understanding your reactions, you can start changing them. And your triggers. Yeah. And oh. everything. Oh, triggers these are aren't, huge. These aren't on the notes. So I drove up to Northern California alone. Uh-huh. It's like a six hour drive there and back. Which and is so, a great thing to do. Yeah. It was really fun. I love doing that. And I downloaded a bunch of podcasts and an audiobook And um, so I listen, I've been listening to The Body Keeps the Score, mm-hmm. which is like this huge book going around right now. It's all about like trauma and healing and the like, the um, like science behind the brain and yeah. all this stuff. And how you hold it in the body or what? Well, how it, how trauma comes up in different ways and like how it can affect the body, how it affects the brain, how it affects like behavioral science and all that stuff yeah and i found myself like weeping a lot of times because i'm basically on this mission to like better understand people mm-hmm. and better understand myself and my own reactions i think reactions are like you know it's triggers people use the word triggers a right. lot but like your reactions to things have a lot more to do with you than you realize you know totally and i <clears throat> Um, I don't know. It was just a really amazing book and it's a little, it gets a little heady, a little too sciencey, I think, but, um, it's just funny. You mentioned nine 11 because he was talking about the trauma and the aftermath of nine 11. And he was talking about like combat veterans from Vietnam and all these things. And I don't know, it's just really interesting to continue learning. Yeah. And I just thought that that book is really cool and interesting. I suggest, highly suggest listening to an audio book. Um, I can't, I can't. Yeah. I can't. My mind wanders. I have to read a page. I hear you. Um, but you listen to podcasts. I do. <laughs> Same thing. I do. I do. But the uh, podcasts yeah. are a little multidimensional and a little easier for me to like digest. Well, podcasts feel more like a, a conversation to me because yeah. essentially it is than a yeah. book where, you know, you're just reading. But hey. Um, and then I listen to this really fun podcast that like if anyone has like a 40 minute drive and you are all caught up on Topa Talk, you should <laughs> listen to Lost Notes, especially if you are a music lover, which is such a dumb sentence because everyone loves music. But, I hate it. I hate music. Um, they have really cool episodes that like break down um, like, uh, for example, do you know the Sugar Hill Gang Rapper's yeah. Delight? Yeah. That's basically the first ever recorded rap song oh ever. my god that's so neat and so i love that's like history exactly music history. so he broke down the history behind wow. that and how it came to be and actually like all these really fun stuff i don't want to give too much away about the episode because it was really fun but i also listened to an episode about johnny cash making a friendship with a, a man Cita who Springs, was in jail bring it back to local. <laughs> exactly um it's just really interesting and you can pick and choose like what you're interested in like i just I love that i randomly went around and listened to different episodes and it was that. really really interesting and I want to give a shout out, Go going back to CoStar and you talking about astrology. Mm-hmm. I 
like astrology. I had a moment where it annoyed me because I thought it was kind of narcissistic or people just constantly posting about like, I'm such... I am such a Pisces. This is me. Oh my God, Pisces. That's so me. <laughs> Everyone no, but, who's listening is I, offended right now. Yeah, but I do it too. Like, yeah. I get it. I'm over that. But I found this great YouTube and I'm going to give her a shout out because she's so fucking cool. She's my favorite YouTuber right now. Her name is Jessica Alexandria, but her YouTube is called Bahati Life. And okay, I'm she, interested. <laughs> she is the most gorgeous like goddess you've ever seen. And she just is real she's not woo woo she just keeps it 100 she like cusses if she wants to she just she speaks with spirit she does these tarot card readings and astrological readings and she's never been wrong and i've been watching her since maybe october Mm -hmm. and i just can't get enough of her every time she posts a video i run to it and i watch it because it literally pertains to whatever I'm going through and from the comments on her channel it's the same for everybody too and I just think that you should check it out because I she's actually helped me a lot since October and she doesn't even know exists but it's really cool to see someone who's so good at, at helping people do it in such a neat way of the fact that she basically uses the um she uses the planets and the and astrology along with oracle cards and tarot cards along with her own intuition and being able to speak with what she calls spirit it's just very neat and it's always she just keeps on 100 you gotta check her out her that's awesome i'm gonna spell it because you need to just follow her on instagram and then f- find her youtube channel and do it it's bahati life which is b as in boy e-h-a-t-i-l-i-f-e her name is Jessica Alexander. I just am obsessed with her. I can't get enough of her. She's so cool. She's, She's so killing cool. it. Sounds yeah. like. And she has an apothecary. She sells shit too, which is cool. And Hell she yeah. like charges them. She's a bad bitch. Oh, she is I a bad showed, bitch. I showed you her picture. I showed you. <laughs> um, okay. Can you break down what monogamy versus. Did I write that? Can't in my read. Notes? Can't read that word. What did Poly- I write? Polyamory. Oh, oh, polyamory. Why did I write that? What did I want to talk about? You wanted to tell me what it's all about, I guess. Monogamy versus polyamory. No, I don't really want to go into it. Okay. <laughs> Next. So that was on your mind and now it's on- not. What's housing our future? Oh, it's um one of my friends, David. He lives in Texas and he is part of an organization called Housing Our Future, which is a really wonderful thing that helps LGBTQ plus folks um, get off the streets and get into housing. It's a huge um, problem. And I just wanted to support that and give them a shout out because I think that that's an incredible thing and it's really touching. And of course, you know, it's close to, to me being a gay guy and you being an ally and you listeners, if you love our show, you're an ally, whether you like it or not, because you listen to my gay ass talk for an hour. Yeah. And it's so imp- check it out. And it's important. I think everyone deserves housing, but there is definitely a, like an issue for people that, you know, are. Well, yeah. I mean, you get kicked out if you're gay in so many places. You yeah. know, it's just crazy. So yeah. I just want to give them a quick shout out. I just thought that'd be sweet. But I want to ask you. Oh, okay. About people who sit at home and do karaoke. <laughs> what? Why are they doing it? Do you sing? Do I sing? Yeah. In the car? Sure. Yeah, I sing. At home? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I break out in song. Do you ever just really go for it to see if you're a good singer do you ever I've really done try it. like Me, okay. really try okay so one of my best friends growing up kayla lovezo we like carpooled all the time together name. i know it's a killer 
It's technically Kayla Delgado now, but I don't fuck with that. I go That's still a great name. (laughs) Vezzo. Delgado. We we used to carpool every single day together to high school, and then we matched up our community college schedules so we could drive together to college, whatever. And we used to do it in the car. We used to say, okay, okay, no, seriously go and like we would take turns and we would just like do it cry seriously. laughing like actually try to yeah. sing like good and it's so funny i'm a good country singer oh i have a good voice for pop i've always said that let's hear something well no but <laughs> oh my God. you know i've been watching so many old real trained. housewives and they all think that they're singers yeah, and they course. just can't sing and it's just the funniest thing where they're like they come out finally and they're like, well, you know, it's like, I'm a good performer. I'm doing Melissa Gorga from Real Housewives of New Jersey. <laughs> I'm a good performer. I'm just not a good singer. It's like, oh, you're not a good singer. You sound like Fran Drescher. Go figure. You're not a good singer. Okay. Because so- I'm on display, on display, <laughs> on display. Each I, and every day. Every, I, that's yay, your song. Yay. I'm always, I'm, I'm up for in real life person bar karaoke. Okay. I'm not against karaoke. I just think it's weird I if you love and sit at home and do karaoke with like one other person. And then. That is very odd. I think it's weird. That's very odd. I love karaoke. I used to, that used to be my thing. Okay. Me, Jennifer, Sarah. We used to go out every Tuesday night to the tavern. It was karaoke night. And so we would just fun. go for it. And every single Tuesday, I swear to God, it was like every Tuesday. We loved karaoke. I, Catalina. <gasps> Catalina, I did the best karaoke of my life. I did. Baby Got Back. And oh I actually... God, you like, crushed it? I really crushed it. I lit the room up. People were like... The room, it was buzzing. Yeah. People were... It was great i'll show you the video after this the last time i did karaoke oh was at the hut the hub which one is on main street oh, I, did the, I, did, I did california love with blair brainy at yes. the hut and so at the hub i got my roommate alex to sing cindy lopper girls just want to have fun and me and two other girls um sang before he cheats by kelly clarkson <gasps> that's a nope. banger nope that's Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood, guys, same, same, yeah. interchangeable. Under um, the same sorry. umbrella. Love Carrie Underwood though; she's cute. Um, I guess. I met her. Oh my god. I met her and her dog. Okay, Ace. okay, okay, okay. She has a dog. She Do had guys... a dog named Ace. Amazing. Which is your my boyfriend's, boyfriend's name. name? But then it was the same kind of dog that I had at the time. Oh. So we were like destined to meet you and yeah, I through Carrie Underwood. Yeah. She <gasps> set that up cosmically. Thank you, ma'am. Um. Okay. So remember how we talked about Justin Bieber last time? I have new yeah. hot goss on him. Oh, he just me. he bought a house in Miners Oaks, closing an escrow. You're shutting me. You're shitting my. You're shitting on and my it's, face. And it's been like re-verified by a few other sources. So you're shitting on me. Nope. He's moving to Ohio. Or at least he's, he's my, buying a house. He's my neighbor. And more, more and more musicians are coming out to Ohio. Will you it's mouth? Will you mouth where in Miners Oaks? I don't know exactly where. I'll find out. Of course, <laughs> we have our sources. I'll, find, I'll bring him muffins. <laughs> yeah. So that's going around. Kaylee's gonna shit her pants. Did you tell her? No. Oh my god. Because I wanted to break it to the Dope Dog listeners first. I'm just oh kidding. God. Like I, I would. I don't think about doing things. Like I learn things, and then I just am like. If you did a, if you had to do karaoke for a Justin Bieber song, what would it be? Um, baby, baby, baby. Obviously, oh, I don't really know. Justin Bieber I would Bieber like, like to that. be the ludicrous part of that song. Oh my Luda. god, yes. Anything with Luda, I'm there. Yeah. And Luda like talks about being on the playground because Justin Bieber is so young, which is kind of weird in that verse. I know. Well, yeah, he's like literally 13. Yeah, well, and didn't Usher like discover Justin Bieber from YouTube? They were like family friends or something like that, yeah. Or something. Something. I don't know. Okay, Usher, least, yeah, people man. are going to get in our DMs and be like, here's the facts about Justin here's Bieber. The facts. Here's the facts about Bieber <laughs> Nation. Um, let's talk about, do you want to talk about friendship breakups? 
I just like it was just an interesting topic because I feel like I've broken up with so many friends in the past couple years and it's just kind of like blowing my mind and I'm kind of going through one right now I don't know if I'm really going through one but I'm going through turmoil with a friend right it's now hard. and it's just kind of an odd feeling it's a yucky feeling I, I don't and I don't yeah. know if people give it what I really want to get into is that like it feels more trivial I think on paper than a relationship breakup but it's. I think it's sometimes just as hard, if not harder. Sometimes. Well, platonic relationships are extremely vulnerable, and they rely on that vulnerability. So it's like you can be more vulnerable with a friend sometimes than you can with a sexual partner. Yeah. So I think that, like, I get. And so it hurts more when you share that much <clears throat> with someone, and then it just doesn't pan out. I've been through so. I've I've broken up with so many friends. It's kind of like what's going on. When you on? say breakup, do you mean like you had a con- like you had an actual confrontation? Because the way I have friendship breakups is like I just slowly I just disappear. I've done that, but then I do have probably about five friends that yeah we've gotten into it and that was it, and that's kind of crazy, right? Yeah, I've I um. My best friend, who I talk about all the time, Kelsey Cox, and I have been through a couple what I thought were going to be breakups, and they were, like, extremely devastating, and yeah. I would have been, like, the most recent one was a few years ago, and I was living with Callie, who I work with now, and we still kind of laugh about it because I was, like, I went to her devastated, like, Kelsey and I aren't friends anymore, like, yeah. what the fuck, and she just kept yeah. being like, yes, you guys are, like, no, you are going to figure right. this out, and she gave me incredible advice, and... um it worked like I was in the wrong totally of course like uh, throughout our relationship Kelsey has been so like helping me learn if that makes sense like she's the kind of person that held held me accountable I am anti-confrontational but she made me deal with all of our shit she's always like helped me deal with things head-on which I hate (laughs) and like yeah um I like I do it in my relationship with Asa but with friends and stuff like I really protect myself from confrontation like I hate it um and so she I like some so grateful for her for that and she knows that we talk about that but um it's it was really devastating and I friendship tiffs are not fun they're not fun and they're hard and here's the thing that sucks about it too after because you like usually you turn to your friend to vent about it or talk to them and you can't and it sucks too because like and at least in a relationship when you're like dating someone yeah there's a bit more of like a commitment to figuring it out because it's like our lives are so entangled. Right. If, especially if you live together. Right. So there's no, it's not, it's harder to do a clean break is right. my point, I guess. So right. when you're friends with someone, a clean break, is just kind of like feels so isolating. And especially if it's not on your terms, like I guess any breakup, it's like, oh, it's what they wanted or like they're okay right. with it, but I'm not okay. Like the closure is not there. Right. Yeah. Bitter. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know if I have like an issue with commitment in general. Why can't I keep friends? Why can't I? My, I that's not true. I keep friends. Yeah. I, I, I keep friends. It's just that I, and I don't know. I'm learning. I'm like grateful. I've never yeah. been in a fight with Emily. Like I'm so grateful oh, for Emily, that. And I can't imagine. You. I think that that, I can't think of a more devastating thing. Yeah. Aside from death that would <laughs> upset me more. Yeah. Than getting in a fight and losing emily yeah i can't well, then it's don't. not gonna happen well it wouldn't happen it wouldn't happen she would just beat the, she would just beat me yeah she'd yeah. be like no she'd just like <laughs> whack me and be like cut it out yeah but yeah. honestly i'm going through it right now and i'm being a little bit gaslit by a friend right now and it's kind of hard to deal with because i you the term gas gaslighting it's thrown around so much and it happens so much but until it's not i guess it's never really happened to me this hard before yeah 
where I really am like, oh my God, am I crazy? Or is this happening? Like, I'm being made to feel so crazy. And like, there are contradicting so many things that like, oh, I don't know. I just, it's, I'm really being gaslit right now. My brain can't handle it. And it's like, a real friend wouldn't make me feel this way. Well, I don't know that that's true because I think that people do weird things when they feel insecure and it, and it, ref- and it doesn't have to reflect who you are as a person. Right. But it is it's affecting making, me. It's affecting you, but it doesn't have to like reflect of who I am. Yeah, exactly. I, okay. And so it's kind of hard to take yourself out of it, but it's like, there's it's a them issue. It totally but is. But it's obviously affecting you, which is a bummer. People don't realize, like, that's it's what I'm not, saying. Their it's reaction. It's not fair. It's yeah. not, not to sound like a little brat stomping my foot, but it's not yeah. fair that that they're going through stuff and it is being placed upon me and making me feel crazy. It's not fair. And I'm, I'm ticked off. And it's like I'm being made to feel crazy. I'm being so hurt by this person and their family. And they are hurting me so bad and then out of the blue texting me as if nothing happened yeah and, and it's I, and, yeah. I'm, and then when i bring it up they're like oh oh it's i'm sure it's fine i'm like it's not fine this is you're making me feel this way yeah and, and I, it's making me feel crazy and i'm kind of tired i'm like how do i and i'm not trying to be petty by not text back but i don't feel like fucking texting you because you make me feel like i'm crazy well that's a boundary then that you're setting with okay, yourself fair enough right that's true um, but I think that's something we need to realize more as humans that like when we're going through it and we're not handling it properly, there's casualties in that. Right. And it's going to be like affect long term. And what hurts me the most is this is a person in a family that I've opened up to so much about um, hurt that I've experienced in the past and they know my triggers and they know who I am and they know what I go through. And it almost feels like they're using those to make me feel even crazier. It sucks. It really sucks, and it's really hurtful. And I don't know how I can go back from it. I think I might just have to call it like it is and realize that they're not being authentic, and it's that's hard for me to be around, and it's at the expense of like my mental well being. It's it's really difficult, and the most frustrating part is I'm expressing how difficult it is for me, and they're brushing that off and just wanting to say, "So how was your day today?" What do you mean? How was my day today? You're making me feel like shit. That's how my day was. Yeah. And it sounds like it's making you put into question like what their relationship was the whole time. And like what was the whole time? And the gaslighting, what it does, gaslighting does is it makes you think, wait, is my memory of the situation or what I thought we had or like gaslighting makes you put everything into question. That's why it's so dangerous. It is. And it makes you misremember things or then you're like, oh, should I have taken that in a different light? Like my interactions and memories, like, yeah, it really fucks with it really the whole fucks with thing. Everything. It's that's why it's so toxic. You know, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but I find it so interesting that term. Everybody uses it so much. Do you know what it's from? I think I've shared it with you before. That it's from an old movie called Gaslight. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Have I shared it on the podcast? Yes. Okay. No, it's really cool. Go into it though. Just briefly, it's an old movie, and basically, um. I could be wrong, but I believe it's about a couple and um, the the man in the relationship keeps turning the gaslight down right. a little bit every day. And she keeps saying, like, is it getting darker in here? He goes, no, honey, you're I think you're losing it. And he basically manipulates and controls her and makes her feel like she's going crazy. And that's just one of the things he does is makes it darker yeah. and darker every day. And so that's where the term gaslighting comes from, is that you are making people feel crazy for your own benefit and control. And I'm just like, God, I've just, 
you know, I've, I've had to separate myself from friends because they are, um, a, because they're just toxic and, and kind of dangerous to be around. I've had to end up with them because they, we don't bring out good sides of each other. And this one is really hard because it's like, I wish that they weren't making me feel this way because they're so important to me, this whole family. And it's really, it's like breaking my heart a little bit. Right. But don't, do you feel like there's room for redemption? I hope so. Okay, good. But then it's hard to trust when you're being gaslit. Yeah. And I think that's a part of any wound, right? It's going to take time to get back to where you were. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. Um, that kind of wraps in really well to one of my notes. I was like, I hate being told how I should feel or what I should do or how I should think. Yes. And I think that's a definitely a part of the equation when you're being gaslit. And I think that like ties in well, because I think this happens to me a lot. Like when I go to my hometown or I see people from my past and it's like, you knew that version of Stephanie. Don't put me in a box. Like yeah. that isn't necessary. Or, or like I, grew up and like I my sister and I have an incredible relationship and stuff and I'm so thankful for it but she used to always tell me that I was lying oh and it's like I'm not lying yeah and she's like oh no you would never do that and I'm like I like <laughs> like you know annoying. what I mean like those little <laughs> things are like or like no that's not how you are or like I um revealed something so to someone close to me in Northern California recently that I got butthurt by something or whatever. And I just like made a joke of it. And I like to just use the word butthurt. Cause I think it's yeah. like, yeah, my feelings got a little hurt or like, yeah, yeah, and I yeah. wanted to make it about me and like this whole thing. And then the next day they used it as like a joke and was like, yeah, cause you get butthurt easily. And I'm like, actually that's not what I said. And that's not necessarily true. Like, and, yeah. and then, and then it's like, if I protect myself in that moment, they use it to gaslight me into being like, well, you're getting butthurt now. And it's like, well, right. <laughs> like don't use, my own experience against me or are you being vulnerable enough to share that with yeah, them and then as they, silly as it is sometimes yeah and then it's yeah. like use that information and in my vernacular that i used against me it's like really interesting yeah or hard and i don't like people that 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 um collect leverage on people <sighs> i have them in my life yeah sure <laughs> and i used to do it i'm like such a product of my environment and i've just recently learned that like I'll go any experience. Actually, when I get frustrated with someone or I don't love their behavior, I'm now turning it inward and being like, okay, wait, have I done this? Do I do this? Learn from this, learn how it feels and don't do it to other people. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying really hard to like, look at that. Yeah. When I get frustrated now, I'm like, okay, this isn't a good feeling. Do right. I do this to other people in this way? Right. You know, like if you have a pet peeve or you have something that bothers you about someone, I have to be like, wait, do I do that? <laughs> Cause it doesn't, There's I don't something like it. going on that's fe- that's feeling very self-reflective. Everybody that I seem to talk to lately has been going through a lot of self-reflection, whether they are seeking self-reflection or it's being forced upon them to self-reflect. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, you guys listening, correct me if I'm wrong, but are you feeling like you're, you're self-reflecting a lot lately and, and thinking about the way, like you said, you react to certain things mm-hmm. or the way that people treat you or... I just don't you feel like that seems to be a common theme. Yeah. And I think it comes from a place like, I mean, at least I can only speak to my personal experience, but I want to live in a world with greater compassion and greater empathy and more understanding. And that has to start with me. Like I can't put that task on other people. I can only, and that ties into another note. Like I don't want to participate in certain realities anymore. Like I want to forge my own way and live by design and hopefully inspire other people to do the same. Yeah. And like, for example, I was like in the car and, 
I don't know, like, you know, you just go in deep in thought and like, I don't really want to participate in the like eat or be eaten mentality that goes on, like in capitalism, especially like to survive, you have to be cutthroat or you have to make certain decisions or profit only and like all this stuff. And it's like, I'm not going to participate in that reality. I'm going to be kind. I'm going to show people patience. I'm not going to be in a rush. I'm going to hold like, I, I don't know. It's just. Well, here's what. This is not a dress rehearsal. This is it. This is our lives. Yeah. Realizing that this is our lives and this is, this is, you know, you, you have this life and we've all collectively been through something that burned everything down with the coronavirus. Yeah. And now that we are kind of sitting on a pile of ashes, wondering how to rebuild from this, that's where I think a lot of this self-reflection comes from and a lot of scrutiny of how things have been because I think that the coronavirus literally propelled people into the idea or it shook us from a hypnotic state of wake up work eat go to bed wake up work eat go to bed and now we're realizing there's other ways to do things Mm -hmm. and we actually have power too yeah and we actually have a say and we actually I I think it really snapped us out of this hypnotic state of you, you see it all over the place of, of, I don't know I just I think that that's why we're all so tired too is because we're all essentially kind of rebuilding what we want society to look like which is a beautiful thing it's an exhausting task <laughs> yeah it is. you know what I mean yeah it's an exhausting task and that goes with everything that we're seeing in the news in the past year and, and almost a half now well no that's dramatic just over a year now and so i think leading up to it too like we leading had been, up to it too like you know i have to say donald trump's presidency was the most humiliating thing this country has ever dealt with in modern times yeah. you know because i mean other humiliating things in our country's history are such as Japanese concentration camps such as when the country was first taken over by the colonies you know Mm. slavery humiliating things but in modern times Donald Trump is along those lines of some of the most humiliating things that we've ever seen and damaging things but at the same time it really snapped us out of like this is not okay we need to be like way more involved we need to be more involved we need to wake the fuck up and we need to make Wow! Wow! Yes, honey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, you know what I mean. I'm so fucking brain dead. But like in a way, do you have to work in 15 minutes? I don't have. I work when I want to work. I have to go pee. Can we take a quick break and then wrap it up a little bit? Uh, Where are we at time wise? Who knows? Okay, I have to pee a little bit. Okay, and we're back. And we're back. How are you feeling about this episode? Good good yeah sometimes i get my head about them i get my i get it it happens all the time sometimes i feel like i'm like has this been enjoyable to listen to like the like some like what's been your favorite episode that we've done um what's been your favorite interview episode oh you can't do that that's not fair because that's hurtful to everybody else we've interviewed well, no, a few stick out to me, and it's not like anything other than I think with Melissa when we interviewed Darren, who's real fun. Wow, his interview really stood out because previously we had been doing really like business focused episodes, yeah, and his was really vulnerable and raw, and we talked about like all this weird stuff, and it was really fun, and like it just felt different, yeah. Um, and so that was interesting. 
like just because he was so willing and open to talk about what the fuck ever and we were just like we're just gonna go off the rails like like we you know we like threw the script out and like just had a like had a fun conversation um my favorite episode ever with you for fun for like funny purposes comedy purposes is dear diary Uh i think that's the funniest one one. um i really liked our christmas episode what did we talk about christmas (laughs) okay (laughs) i just like Um, i i when i listened to it just brought me joy talking about like going back talking about our childhood christmases and stuff yeah and then um obviously the planned parenthood one was really important to me and you um we did the last episode we just did when we when i got to interview you felt important and that was a good one yeah i think that it depending on what's going on with us we're either more serious or more funny and i think that you and i are at least good at like yeah we talked about serious stuff today but with humor i think that's always something we're gonna do do you guys have a favorite episode if you do put it on your instagram story just hunt for it we're not saying you have to listen to it again but just post it on your instagram story and be like this is my favorite one you guys and tag us just so we can see it or dm it to us if you feel like i don't know i just i'm curious i want to know it's almost like good feedback too because i like to know what people enjoy listening to i almost think that we are like the Seinfeld of podcasts. Definitely not like don't I'm not really comparing us to the show, but we're a podcast about nothing and everything. Like yeah. we are just we show up and we relate to each other and yeah. we talk about things. And then I'm hoping that we're giving our listeners an opportunity to connect on issues. Do you like Seinfeld? I love Seinfeld. I never liked it. I'm a big I fan. I don't like Jerry Seinfeld. Okay. I don't know why. Yeah. I saw a video of Kesha trying to hug him and he refused it and made her feel bad and I never liked him ever since. Yeah, he's definitely like the anti-celebrity. Yeah? Yeah, big time. He like hates it. So. What's your all-time favorite sitcom? Um, the Office? Is that a sitcom? Yes. Okay. Um, It might be Seinfeld. Really? Yeah. I don't know if I've seen a whole episode all the way through. Yeah, it's really dumb. I just think he's kind of pompous. Yeah. There's like a Larry King interview and Larry King like alluded to the fact that it was canceled. He's like, you thought my show was canceled, Larry King? That's not a very good Jerry Seinfeld. That's kind of a good one, though. Was it? Yeah. He's just kind of like, they do a movie about a bee fucking a real lady. <laughs> he got paid a lot of money to do some voice acting. I think it was his movie. I think he made the uh, movie. He didn't write it. I think he wrote it directly. I think he animated <laughs> it. I think he was the artist. It's all his fault. I think he actually became a bee. But anyways... <laughs> <laughs> um, we just show up and gab and people keep listening so I don't know I just like doing it I just have fun doing it yeah I guess okay so I did <sighs> have an issue just to like Ugh, oh my gosh. I'm sorry I'm boring you no, um, it I'm just, just sometimes it feels good to yawn and I invite you all to yawn and stretch right now mm. oh my god oh my god you know it just feels good okay <sighs> Cody what? relax sorry um <laughs> <laughs> I I went on Instagram so I deleted Instagram for a few days and then I went on and I saw that someone else that I know that has a podcast had 25,000 listens and what and I was like okay and then I started oh. internalizing it and I was like wait this is why Instagram sucks because I go on Instagram and compare my life to other people's and I don't even want their lives I don't really care about the 25, listens like um not on a single episode but um and so oh. I just started getting really into this like comparison and like bringing myself down. And then I'm like, wait, well, what is my intention with Topa Talk? And you and I talk about this all the time. Like, what are we really doing it for? Why keep doing it? Like, it's fun. I think 
uh, I was just talking to Ace about it. He said, you seem to really be enjoying doing the podcast lately, like way more than, you know, I, yeah. I go through spritz of being like, well, what's my purpose in life? Why am I doing this? And we're connecting back to the community more, like after doing that Rat Boy interview and like coming up with ways and changing the show a little bit, like when I did the podcast with Melissa, it was really businessy. And that was like my A type personality of like, okay, this is a very structured show. We then record when, on this day. We record this kind of person and we put it out on this day. Exactly. We were and very, you need to post this many times mm-hmm, and do this much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then when I met you, it was just like, <laughs> fuck it. Well, it was just like, let's go all the way to the other side. Literally, you know, for a year. And now this, sometimes I feel bad about hijacking your structure. I'm really into it. So okay. now, yeah, but like I needed to go through that so that we could, come back into this middle zone where it's like I feel really comfortable where we're at right Me now as well and so it's it just feels good so it's like okay I'm doing my own thing we're doing it for the people who like I don't know it's hard it's hard guys we need we need more reinforcement that we're doing the right thing honestly I think we get it I we do we I do just, we I think that it's nice to remind people that we love it and to keep doing it and if you yeah, because we're doing this to connect. I mean, like, why does anybody put something out? It's to get feedback, to, like, connect with people. I to... just like listening to the sound of my own voice. Yeah. I don't know why you do it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. I do like my voice, though. Do you like your voice? I do. And I've actually gotten compliments you on it. You know what? Yeah. You know what's always stuck with me? Hmm. You know, certain things stick with you mm-hmm. that people say. Remember back in October, we did the Jerry Becker interview? Yes. For the um, election. Yes. And before we sat down to interview, we had our headphones in and she, and as many, if not all, I mean, rarely people just dive in and they're like, okay, to get interviewed and they're like ready to go. And they're like a total. Yeah. Usually it's like intimidating. You're like, oh my God, it's like a mm-hmm. new thing. You, you, yeah, it's, it's nervous. It's nerve wracking. But I remember her sitting down and like oh gosh you could hear your voice and i said i just loved it i love having the headphones in because i love because we she didn't have headphones in remember she didn't want to hear her voice yeah and right is that how it went she had she was like on the fence about using them yeah because i think maybe she did end up using them but she's like i didn't want to hear her she didn't want to hear her voice some people just don't care for that and i said i do and she goes she said well you She's like, you almost purr when you talk. And I've always just thought about that. Oh, my God. I just like that. Amazing. I just thought it was neat, a neat thing to it say. It is very neat. I feel like I do purr when I talk. Good. Like you say, I'm bassy. I still don't know what that means, but you say it a lot. Yeah, you're very bassy. What does that mean? <clears throat> you have like a low, low. lower tones. That's but, why um, I sing good in country. Duh. I want to do bad. I can't. I was going to sing the True Blood theme song. Oh, my God. Yeah. Good. Okay. Um. So clearly, we love you guys, and we want to keep doing it. Keep telling us you love us. Yeah. Um. Shout us out on Instagram. Please Maybe rate us on Apple Podcasts. Please post from your Spotify to your Instagram. Please write to overheard eight hundred five at gmail dot com if you'd like to include and put things in this episode. Give us your opinions on the vaccination. Give us your opinions on friendship breakups. Instead of DMing us, why don't you email us so we could share it with people? I mean, we we love DMs too, but we're trying to no but not a single soul has emailed that. <laughs> so if you email us audio, I will put it in the show. Wouldn't that be do you like the sound of her voice? Do you purr when you talk? Let's hear it. Let's hear <laughs> it. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um as always, we're here for you. <laughs> And you guys are here for us, and we appreciate you. And I love you. Um, we love you. Let's do this again sometime. And Stephanie, it, do you want to do this again sometime? I think we should. Okay. And also keep up the good fight. Keep getting in good trouble. 
keep emailing representatives you guys <gasps> oh if, keep, if keep, you keep. if you have someone that you would love to hear us interview please email us or dm us if you are the person that wants to be interviewed don't email us or and dm us that makes us uncomfortable <laughs> We'd rather please reach out to people. Do not ask to be on the show. Just kidding. No, please tell us you love us and want to be on the I, show. Yeah, I don't but... care. I'll awkwardly tell you no in some weird way, and it's perfect. <laughs> no, we love you guys. Definitely reach out. But why did I say that? Oh, you know what? Um, you know who is going to be on the show? Who? Natalie Puglesi, who does the Legal on Bay Topa podcast. Talk? Yes. Oh, cool. Very cool. I didn't know that. Very exciting. She reached out because we were like, we want to start interviewing more business well, owners. I like her a lot. She's great. And I love a crossover. Yeah. We got to do it. Oh, my God. When is that going to happen? Let's set it up. Set it up, producer. Oh. Make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, scheduling makes me nauseous. I love you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>